1: Hello everybody, welcome to Business Growth Secrets, it's Adam Stott here. I'm in the car traveling today, so there's a little bit of background noise. Please excuse that, but the quality of today's podcast, apart from the noise, is going to be epic. Well, let's hope so, (laughs) without a shadow of a doubt. So look, today we really want to talk about opportunities and giving opportunities and, and helping people to grow and helping people to get opportunities. I think when we're looking to bring team members on and we're looking to bring people into our team. A lot of people are looking for experience and that's kind of how they recruit and they base that on experience and different things, where I really try to look for something different in people when I bring people into my teams, wherever it might be, and I'm really looking at that personality, that attitude, that desire. So if we really think about those three things and we work a little bit on those. Personality is how is that person going to fit within your organization? What can happen when they become a part of your organization? Are they going to be a good effect on the culture? Are they going to be a detrimental effect on the culture? So we want to look at the personality of that character and see what they're about, see what they're like, ask them questions that, to get them to reveal their actual personality to you. Because it's very, very important whenever you bring somebody into your teams and you position someone into your teams, you create a change in the dynamic. When you change the dynamic, that can be a good change and it can be a bad change. So I think that one of the things that we really need to look at is that personality. Is that person going to be a great fit for the people you've got already? Are they going to be a great fit for our team? Is their personality going to be a attribute or detrimental towards the team and the culture? Not enough people think about culture when it comes to business, and culture is one of the most important things you can consider when you start to build your teams. This is one thing that I want to say, which I've said before, I'll say it again. No person in business is an island. If you want to become more successful in business and you want to create wealth and results and a business that turns over millions of pounds and makes millions in profit eventually when you get there, you are going to need other people to help you do that. And when we assess the other people that we're bringing in, we're really going to need to assess them on these different things. And I think that the culture of your team is very, very important. If you've got a bad culture, it's going to churn you out bad results. If you've got a good culture, it's going to give you good results. Now, I'm not for super woolly culture, where it's kind of like, oh, you know, these these are our, this is our visions, values and mission. Now, do I think vision, values and mission are important? Yeah, I do, but I think they've got to be in the right context. So for example, your values should be around things that you don't want to accept within the business happening. So rather than just being a value like that you just make up on the spot, it should be, you've noticed a trend in your business, something that you're not happy with, you've noticed The clients are not being looked after in the right way or the client service is not exceptional. And the way you put a stop to that, of course, you have one on one conversation with your team. But you create a value around that and you make sure that everybody buys into your value. Now, the mission, people sometimes are putting out missions like as a business, we're going to change the economy or we're going to change the world. Now, that mission is not 100% achievable depending on the size of your business so I'm a big believer and that you want to be writing your mission every single year You want to be, what do we want to achieve in the next 12 months? What are the things, what mission are we on to accomplish in the next year? Because now it's measurable. People can start to understand whether you're moving towards it, whether you're achieving it, and you can get everybody put in together. And then, of course, you can can announce the new mission a year later. Don't set a crazy mission that your people are never going to achieve and the results you're never going to get. Set a mission that everybody can pull towards. Set values that create discipline within your business. Okay, so these are really important things. And when you're bringing people in, you're bringing staff in, which is really what we're talking about, whether it's staff or whether it's partners, joint ventures, wherever it might be, We need to consider these aspects, and that personality is one of the most important aspects. So how do you get to understand somebody's personality? You need to get to know them. You need to get to ask them the right questions. You need to understand what their hobbies are, their interests are, what's driving them, what's motivating them, what are the most important things for them within their everyday life, and then you're going to see whether that is a great fit for your business. Okay, the next one is attitude. Not enough people... Dig into the attitude of a particular person where I think it's super important. If anything, it's the most important thing. The skill sets can be trained. The experience can be gained. But the attitude, it cannot. It doesn't change. Sometimes you bring someone into an amazing culture business and their attitude will develop and become in sync with the people that got good attitudes. But more often than not, you bring in somebody into your business with a bad attitude. That's going to spread and cause disarray within your business. So, we really need to think about the person's attitude that we're bringing in. Have they got an attitude of, I'll do whatever it takes? We don't want people saying, that's not my job, or I'm not doing this, or I'm not doing that. That kind of attitude is not going to create the teamwork and the team or the work ethic that you want to create amazing results in your business. So, really start to measure the attitude and ask them questions around that attitude. So, for example, you'd say, look, we're going to have to work late one evening, and for whatever reason, it means we're going to get back at midnight. How are you going to respond to that? Because the reality is, if you've got a growing business, that may well happen. If that person's like, well, realistically, I like to finish at half past five every day, and it's you know, it's not necessarily the right attitude. You want an attitude of, I'll do whatever it takes to get the result. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll, I'll work with the team to create that that real sort of good attitude about it also you know we've got a massive client problem and this client feels like they're not being looked after etc etc how are you going to handle that and some people they're uh, discovering someone's attitude towards clients is really important for me as well if they're not client centric and they're not focused on client service they're going to cause problems with our clients so we need to ask questions that really prompt around that client service and that attitude that's really important so and then we move over to, you know, someone's desire. What is motivating them? What do they want to achieve? A lot of times, people get the wrong results, whether it's from admin people, sales people, accounts people. We get the right, um, wrong result, and the reason we get the wrong result is because we put the wrong person in the position. So you've got to think about the position that you've got, the position that you want to fill, and you've got to understand whether that person's desires move towards what you want accomplished. If they're not really bothered about money, then you, you don't want to be bringing somebody into a position where their whole job is to go and create revenue because they're not going to be that bothered about it. And you're not going to get the result they want, that you want, and they're not going to get the result that they want. So if you've got a revenue generating activity where you're bringing somebody in to create revenue and make money for you, they better be money driven. And you need to discover and ask the right questions about how money driven they are. Everyone can say, yeah, I want to earn more money or I want to get this result, et etc." et cetera. But what are they willing to do to get it? That's the kind of questions that you want to be asking. You know, what bridges are they willing to cross? How far are they going to, you know, bat for the team in the right way and really push forward? So let's, let's think about that and think about the attitude. If we understand someone's personality, we know how they're going to react in situations. We understand their desire, what do they desire, what's most important, and they've got the right attitude. We're on our way to creating a team member that's going to be a great fit and that's going to get us great results. So I think that they're they're just some little footnotes for you. And of course then you're going to go into somebody's experience. But all of these things, if all you care about is experience when you're hiring people, you know, you're getting a cog. Well what we don't want is a cog. A cog is a B player. There's A players, there's B players and there's C players. A player, which was taught to me by, by one of my first coaches, was about A players, B players, and C players. An A player is somebody with the right attitude, the right personality, the right desire, someone that really will do what they've got to do in order to get the results for the business, look after the clients in the right way, create wow moments, go out of their way to create different results for you and the business. And what we want to do is surround ourselves with A players. Because if we surround ourselves with A players, we're going to get A-style results, and that's kind of where we want to get to. Now, if we really just want cogs, people with experience that are going to do the job for us but not going to go the whole nine yards, then we're going to get B-player results. So let's just be think carefully about that. And then you get to C-players, the people that kind of moan, say, that's not my job. You know, I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to do the extra bits. All I want to do is come in and go home. Well, look, let somebody else employ the C-players because at the end of the day, you're an A-player. You're listening to this podcast. You're somebody that wants to win. And if you surround yourself with C players, you're not going to win. So we need to make sure when we're building our teams, we surround ourselves with A players and in turn, you will get A player results. So nice, short, sweet on team building today. All wrapped up in 10 minutes, some good tips for you, some good business growth secrets, and I hope you enjoyed. and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Got some wicked episodes coming up, so if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and keep tuned to the podcast, and if you're loving it, go over to my Instagram, at adamstockcoach, and, and tell me how you're finding the podcast and what your favorite episode is. See you all soon. Thank you.